This is Big Dreams, Bold Moves, the podcast inspiring families like yours to discover endless possibilities for living abroad, because life is too short to settle. I'm Malia, and I will be your host as we travel around the world speaking with experienced expats and experts. We're going to learn how to get visas, make money, and find jobs abroad. We'll get a behind-the-scenes look at what everyday life with kids is really like in different countries and get you the answers you need to go from daydreaming to international move-making. Now, let's get on our way. Hello! Put on your sunglasses and some high SPF because today we are traveling to the tropical island paradise of Koh Phangan, Thailand. This is an episode for those of you that are shopping for a home base where you can live a beachy life at an affordable price. Our guest today is Batel Galore, and she's going to be sharing what her family's experience has been like relocating from Israel to Kofangan. Now, before we get started, I do need to make a note of a correction. In the interview, Batel says that the uh, tuition at her daughter's international school is around $600 US per quarter. She came back to me after the interview and said she had made a mistake and that the tuition is in fact around $1,600 US for a three-month quarter. So make a note of that. And without further ado, please meet Batel. Okay, welcome, Batel, to Big Dreams, Bold Moves. Thank you. Nice to be here. Um, where exactly are you in Thailand? So I'm in Kopangan, which is the fifth uh, island in the Gulf of Thailand. Uh, fifth in size, sorry. Um, it's pretty small. Uh, And you have to reach here by a ferry. So there is no airport in the island. Okay. Uh, Either you're coming from the mainland, the the south of Thailand, or from another island that you can reach to its airport and then take a ferry. Okay. And how long have you been there? Only since September this year. So we just moved. Okay. And um, where did you come from? Uh, we are originally from Israel, so we came from there. Um, we've been in Israel for four years till we, since our last relocation, I think. So you did live abroad before? Yeah, we did. We lived in Papua New Guinea before. And how was that? Uh, it was completely different than coming here. It was after a job offer, so it's a bit more organized, I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, but it was a crazy place to live in, I admit. <laughs> and did you uh, live there with your daughter also? Yes. She was uh, maybe a year and a half. And she been there for, we've been there for another year, year and a half. So she came back to Israel when she was three-something Almost four, I think. Okay. And what was uh, your life like in Israel before you decided to go to Thailand? So basically, the minute that we landed in Israel, we kind of regret that we didn't continue our journey straight after Papua New Guinea to another place. Um, it 
we we got into a routine in Israel and it was really hard to live again because you go into your workplace and your families are there and uh, our kids started school in Israel so she made like deeper connections with friends and and our families obviously uh, so we found ourselves just thinking about living for four years but never actually made this step until well now <laughs> and how did you decide to do it this time uh, well, it's been, I think we built it up. It was like at these four years where like every uh, young family in Israel, they, you work full day and you barely have the time for your kids. Um, but you barely have the time to think also of what am I doing wrong and how can I make it better? <laughs> Eventually, I was so eager and anxious to leave. Uh, that we've decided uh, to explore our options. Um, my husband even f- went to Australia to check if he can get an employer to sponsor him. Uh, so he's been there for one month in, I think, 2018 or 17. And we were, eventually it didn't went very well. Uh, and we thought about Europe because he had the EU passport. So it could have been easy, but he had friends in Copenhagen <laughs> and he decided that it will be easier if you will have friendly faces around, if you're not going after a job offer or something like that. And I was just, you know, I agree. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to go to Europe initially, but uh, it was just really easy to convince me to go anywhere. <laughs> Well, Europe is not going anywhere anytime soon. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the beach always looks nice. Um, So it was not a job that was in Thailand. You decided to do this on your own and meet up with friends that were there. Exactly. What was the plan to support yourselves financially then if there was no job? Yeah, so... (laughs) It was a bold move. I was announcing in my job that we we're going to leave Israel. And Omar did the same, my husband. But he actually would just quit because he, he couldn't do anything else. And I was lucky. And they offered me to continue for a while. It's not a very agile company. So they just wanted me to continue until they find something, someone that physically going to be in their offices. Um, so they got me to sign till this December, so till the end of this month. Uh, but they're talking about move, uh, continuing it for a while next year. So it's working uh, for them for you to work remotely. Meanwhile, I'm not putting everything, you know, <laughs> I'm not relying on it, but it, it's good that it started that way. Um, I'm in constant search for another remote job and I have a few things going on, but it's too early to say, yeah, it it will be the thing that will hold us here. Um, Well, since we arrived, we are actually working on uh, vegan ice cream recipes and we just launched with six flavors this month. So we are selling them (laughs) and hopefully it will work. Is that, sorry, what was that? Was that recipes? 
it, it's not the recipes that we are selling. We are selling actual ice cream. Uh, oh, ice cream. Yeah, vegan one. Oh, vegan so, ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And you're selling it in Thailand? Uh, so, yeah, we're selling it in Thailand, in the island, only on the island. Um, we just started it. So we had our first sale like um, three days ago. <laughs> and hopefully it will continue and grow and will be okay. Uh, but again, it, we, we didn't come prepared. We come with savings and my job, but we didn't come with a plan. Okay. And hopefully... It's it's really an allowing place, this island, because a lot of people come here um, without a job offer, actually. So most of the expats already possess the knowledge that you're seeking, like how to open a business, how to do the. It's really a great security net, the expats that are here already. Okay. And I'm sure they're all interested in vegan ice cream, which helps. Something about this island, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not vegan, so it feels a little bit weird, but yeah. Did you ever think um, six months ago that you would be starting an ice cream business? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so there are a lot of expats on that island. Uh, I don't want to guarantee, but I think it's like 50% of the island. Oh, wow. That's what it feels like. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. Um, a lot of locals, obviously, as well, but the, the amount of experts, are fen- it's phenomenal. <laughs> and ha- have the costs stayed low with all of those expats, or is it more expensive than other parts of Thailand? It's probably a bit more expensive, but it still, uh, if I'm comparing it to Israel, it's much cheaper. Okay. Um, it depends what you're after, of course. Uh, I mean, accommodation. If you if you're after a beach house or a luxury house, then it will be expensive. It, it can get expensive. But for like a regular house, we're living in a two bedroom house, and you can get it for in the right season. The trick is to come in the low season. Okay. And get someone to sign for a long-term contract. And then you get like a, a, a good price. <laughs> so we are actually renting it for like 500 US dollars. So it's for the cheap. month. For the month, yeah. And is, your, uh, is a long-term contract like six months or a year? You can do both and get a good price. You can do okay. six months and a year. Good tips. And what education options are there for children there? So there are local schools, but most of the experts are taking their kids, including us, to an international school. Um, We are doing it because I think that if we will get off the island and go to another country, Thai won't be the first language that they will need, and English will be. Uh, so international schools, uh, again, I'm trying to think in uh, dollars, it's around uh, uh, $600 for a quarter, for three months. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's okay. It's not that cheap, but this is probably the... 
the most expensive thing that you will do around here. Do you know if the curriculum at the school is um, what's called an IB school or international baccalaureate? No, it's a, it started as a British school and it continued to be like the same curriculum, but it's considered to be an international school. Okay. Wonderful. Um, And I imagine there are probably people that are homeschooling also. I'm sure there are. Okay. Uh, I haven't met them yet. (laughs) Okay. And um, what else do people enjoy about the island? Uh, So obviously the beaches are great. Uh, There is a great coast all around the island. And it depends. So the young people are coming for the party. In the island, it's a well-known island for partying. The full moon parties and the half moon parties is a major thing here. Okay. Obviously, we're not the part of this uh, section of the island. Um, so for families like like us, uh, it's more about um, getting to relax in nature. So if it's the beaches, it's great. We have beautiful mountains and uh, beautiful resorts. You can just get into a pool, infinity pool, with the sea view and spend your afternoon that way. Um, really a lot to do, like um, hiking around the island, uh, watching monkeys, elephants, anything, basically. Uh, anything Thai-oriented, I guess. <laughs> um and the food <laughs> is a major thing here. So Thai food, we worship Thai food. I don't know, not everyone likes it. But if you do, so it's really cheap to get it all around the island. Um, all around Thailand. But here it's also, it's not like because of the exports, it's now higher cost. It, it stayed the same. So the food is cheap, the Thai food. Uh, and it... A surprise, but generally, you if you go and eat outside, it will be cheaper than you going to the grocery shop and buy your products and cook. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, is it possible, this is my personal question, is it possible mm-hmm. to become bored with Thai food? It is, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, but... It's only like for a few, you can break the routine for a few days and get to even the Italian food and the, the other restaurants here are still cheaper than cooking side. So it's not cheap as the Thai food because you can get Thai food for like five to seven dollars, like a full meal uh, uh, with soda and everything. And the European food is more around 15 US dollars for a meal. Uh, still not very expensive. Um, so you can break your routine for like a few days and then you say, oh, I miss Thai food. And you, you're going again. <laughs> oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. I, get, I get so tired of constantly cooking and cleaning the dishes. I would love to have someone I help me. I sometimes, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh. I <laughs> guess. Sometimes. Yeah, only sometimes. So what has surprised you about living on the island? 
uh, I still didn't get used to it. You you should uh, take off your shoes everywhere you walk into. Okay. Like a uh, shop, a restaurant, everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's nice, but, but it was a shock to see all these shoes around the, the street corners. Oh, really? Even in the shops and restaurants? Yes, yes. Not only for houses. You actually need to get off your shoes wherever you are. Like Even in school, where we're going to pick up our daughter. So we need to take off our shoes. Uh, interestingly, that's the way it is in Germany too. To go pick up my really? children at school, we have to take off our shoes and we wear these, spe- or you can wear these special shoe covers into the, sh- the school. Wow. But I'm guessing that restaurants are not the same. And, no, and, no. Yeah. So. Otherwise, it's just houses. Um, and what has been challenging about living on the island? Uh, so it's been challenging. It's still a challenge. I know that you're now having probably a rough winter, so you're not going to like what I'm saying, but the, the, it's really hot and humid. And I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a winter person, actually. <laughs> so it's a big challenge. And I think that my body may be getting used to it. I'm not sure yet. My husband is okay already. My daughter is completely fine with it. I'm still like... <laughs> so there's no break in the heat? The, the AC, of course. But, <laughs> but okay. yeah, it's always hot. I mean, even when, when it's like uh, cooler after the rain or something. So it's only two degrees below and, and it's so humid that you can't really feel how it's getting better. Um, but the breeze from the sea is helping. Um, still, challenge, 26, 29 degrees, sometimes 30, uh, and you never get a winter, so. Yeah. And what about, um, like, medicine and uh, doctors? Are there adequate health, is there adequate health care on the island? Uh, yeah, there are several hospitals that, so there are good hospitals uh, they consider to be good uh, you have at least one doctor for every every situation like a, a dentist you have at least three of them for kids and for adults um, and every other thing so yeah, you can get it r- right here on the island if you have a serious situation that I don't know a complication or something that you should get to the bigger island. So it's a 20 minutes uh, ferry ride. And I'm guessing there are better ways to bring you in a bad like situation. Like if it was an emergency. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. And do you worry about anything like um, healthcare cover or do you just pay as you need it? No, we did have an insurance like healthcare cover uh, before we arrived here. Uh, but there are still mm, small things that I just rather pay for someone to do it like private and not use the insurance. Okay. Is the insurance like a travel policy that you, you got? Yeah. Okay. And what do you love about living on the island? So uh, as I mentioned before, the food <laughs> and <laughs> the fact that it's... Um, 
you meet all these people that are from all of different places. Uh, I was actually pretty shocked from the amount of Hebrew and, and Israelis that I meet here because it's a big community that I didn't know that it's gonna, I feel like I never left, but, uh, but there are plenty of other uh, people from other countries that are living in the island, on the island. Um, I like it that our daughter is so happy. She's happy in school and she's happy at the beach, obviously. She's happy uh, to see the, the jungles around. And the fact that we have so many trees around here, it's nice. Um, we are used to live in a concrete areas all the time, and now it's like really open. And um, this is basically what I like around here. Um, so the people will come first, probably. It's a really nice place to meet people. And how do you think this has changed your family and your family's plans? Mm. So basically, we're spending more time together. And for the good and the, and, and the bad in it. I mean, we don't have a babysitting yet. So no grandpa and grandma. All your family is away, so you're basically together most of the time. Um, but we like it. We like spending time together. We are traveling a lot. Uh, it's not that we didn't travel before, but it was like uh, we needed to take time off of our life and, you know, travel abroad. And here you can just do it occasionally during the week. Um, there are a lot of Thai holidays, so the school have this uh, uh, can have like one week school, and then you can have like three or four days holidays, and then you have the international holidays like Christmas. So you have basically you have a lot of breaks. Um, so we are using it, <laughs> and we are traveling really, really often, and now. Every time we need to renew our visas, this is another point that I probably should have mentioned for the cost of living here. So another thing to consider is that the visa uh, will cost you money and not just the visa itself. It's, it means that every kind of three months, you will have to cross to another country. Um, and renew your visa. So it's like a tourist visa that you have to renew every three months? It's not only the tourist visa. Uh, you have a lot of visas that you will have to go in and out of the country. Uh, also a working permit, will you will have to somehow consider it that you will have to go at least two times a year and renew it. Uh, the only way I think you will get it for longer period of time is a student visa, educational visa, and uh, a business visa, but you will have to register for Thai workers for it under your name. So it's it's not the regular business visa, it's business visa plus for, for more workers. So are you having to get the work permit because you're doing the remote work or because you started the ice cream business? 
we are getting a, a business visa, but not a business visa that will allow us uh, staying for like a longer term. It, it, we will still have to cross back and forth. Okay. Uh, and- I, I, maybe until we will have four Thai workers. I don't know. <laughs> Did you apply for the visas before you went to Thailand? We applied for a certain, for like a tourist visa, but a long one. And then we applied for another visa after we've been here already. Okay. Do you have a good resource that you could give me and I could add in the show notes for listeners interested in um, how to go about getting a visa? Or could you tell Uh, me where, where you could find that information? So basically in every Thai embassy, uh, you will find the list of all the visas that it depends what visa you would like to do. Um, for start, the tourist visa is pretty good is pretty good because you can still rent a house and live here. And unless you want to start and open a business or work, then you will have to make the... Uh, working permit or, or business visa. Um, if you just want to stay here for long and you have a remote job or anything like that and you don't want to cross every two or three months, then you should consider the, the student visa because it's for one year. You only have to cross one time to get an extension and then you have it for like 12 months. Um, but you will, I think you will have to do Thai lessons. I mean, this is the, 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 the student visa that you get to be in Thai lessons, which is not bad, I guess. And it's not expensive or anything like that. I think it may be even be less expensive than doing a regular visa and cross every three months. So Okay. And you would get that through the embassy, you think? Yes. Or through, I can, I can just uh, write you down um, the, language, the language school in Copangan, and then you can uh, connect it with, uh, it's, it, you will get a student visa through it. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. That is good. I completely forgot to ask you about the visas, so I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot that. Um, so what do you think will be next for your family? Will it depend on the ice cream business? It is partially depends on the ice cream business and also depends on, um, I mentioned that I'm always searching for something remotely. So I have a few things that are building up. It also depends on it. Uh, so if all goes well, I'm guessing we're going to stay here for a little while longer. Uh, but I must admit that more than two or three years will be like uh, a challenge for me. And I think that our daughter, she's now seven and it's great for her now. But if she'll be a teenager here, I don't know. I think she'll get bored easily. Do you think you would be more likely to go back to Israel or explore Europe? I hope I won't go back to Israel soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we should find uh, our next destination in like, I don't know if Europe, but Europe, Canada, I don't know. Maybe even try Australia again. <laughs> 
Um, Don't give up hope on Australia. I'm not giving oh, up. Oh, never, never. <laughs> we always try. <laughs> yes. Um, and what advice do you have for our listeners that are interested in making a move like this with their family? Hmm. So, uh, first of all, it's easy to move to Copangan, so nothing to worry about. We even brought our dog here, and it was super easy to arrange it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and... I think I, I mentioned it before, but it's really important to remember to come in the low season. So not the touristic season. You will get everything cheaper than usual. Uh, you will find the house that you want. You won't have to settle for something because the island will be full of people that renting houses in the high season. So it means to come here around September or well, there is the rainy season actually from June or May till uh, beginning of December, but because that July and August are basically a holiday all over the world, like the, the big summer holiday. So I, I will exclude July and August, and I will say that September is probably the best month to come here and start to explore renting. Uh, maybe if you know someone on the island, so let them explore for you first. Uh, find accommodation, find um, anything you need. Um, join groups of Copangan on Facebook. I'm sure they have plenty like experts groups and ask questions. Um, considering the fact that you won't be uh, an employee here. I mean, you, you will have to start a business. You won't get a job as... Um, in a company in Copangan because they don't have it. Uh, so either you come with a remote job or savings or I don't know what, or you're going to start a business, your own business here. Okay, so come with an entrepreneurial spirit. Yep. Uh, but keep in mind that it's uh, there are a lot of possibilities. And if you are turning to touristic audience it's i'm sure you're gonna get it done very quickly there are a lot of tourists all year um mostly from december to may but also you can get july and august as a touristic season okay well thank you so much i will also um add a link in the show notes to your blog so listeners can follow along with because you have a lot of helpful information on your blog and then they could perhaps get in touch with you if they are interested in going would that be okay yes of course i'll be happy to help <laughs> thank uh, you for having me <laughs> thank you for being our guest i'm so excited to finally have uh, an episode all about thailand and um i feel like now i want to trade you spots and you can come do a little bit of german winter and i'll yeah. go check out the island <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, can switch for a while, no problem. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Okay, it's homework time. Head over to the show notes where I've got a resource for you that Battelle sent over on getting visas in Thailand. I also have links to Battelle's blog and her Instagram so you can follow along with her and connect with her if you have any questions. And if you're ready to start exploring how your family can make your own live abroad dreams come true, be sure to click on the link in the show notes and join our Facebook group. And once you're done clicking all of those links, go to Google and type in Kofangan and just 
have a look at the images that pop up and enjoy your virtual dose of vitamin D. I promise you it will instantly boost your mood. And thank you for hanging out with me today. Until next time, keep dreaming those big dreams and scheming bold moves.